Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back with you today. I am so excited about a revelation that I had early this morning. Seriously, I cannot wait to share it with you. I'm working on a news alert. That'll be coming out shortly as well. And um, wow, if if you don't have time to read the whole news alert, but you've got to see it. It is so exciting. Okay, here's the deal. Now, you might remember that we were you know, we were really concerned about Newburgh School District. And they were sued for the banner policy. They were sued by the teachers union, the Newburgh Education Association, NEA. They have the same letters as the National Education Association. They sued the not only the school district, but but the individual conservative board members who tried to pass a policy. Actually, they did pass it, a policy restricting the flags in the classrooms. And the whole idea was to depoliticize the school setting. Because why? Well, because all of these teachers were filling their walls with... Uh, LGBTQ flags, uh, posters, banners, and of course, Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. And so people were, you know, offended by that. So this is what happened. I contacted one of the school board members in Newburgh. I just wanted to catch up with her. Her name is Renee Powell, really great woman, and she stands her ground. And in talking with Renee, she said, well, you know, we lost the lawsuit. And I said, what are you talking about? How did I miss that? Well, it was just happened two weeks ago. And she was sharing with me that um, that that they were not support supported uh, by the court with their banner policy. They claimed that the teachers had First Amendment rights over the banner policy and they believe in promoting free political speech in the schools for everyone. Yesterday, I was thinking, okay, we got to get, you know, we've got to go in an all-out assault uh, against this ruling. But actually, as I started to write my news alert, I realized, wait a minute, wait, 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 we won. We won. And here's the reason why. Let me explain this to you. I'm going to take you back to the beginning. But we won. I want you to follow me with this. This is very, very exciting. 
So I started out by writing, you know, while we were celebrating the gutsy move by the Newburgh board to limit flags and banners at school and keep on permanent display only those representing the USA and Oregon, the Newburgh Education Association filed a lawsuit claiming political symbols, including classroom displays of BLM and pride banners and signs, are protected by the Oregon and U.S. constitutions. The policy was approved by the Newburgh Board majority in July of 2021 by Vice Chairman Brian Shannon, Chairman Dave Brown, and Directors Renee Powell and Trevor DeHart. The lawsuit was filed in Yamhill County Circuit Court by the Portland law firm Bennett Hartman in August 2021 on behalf of four teachers and counselors, Jennifer Schneider, Andrew Gallagher, Catherine Villalobos, and Sarah Linnertz. The suit progressed to the U.S. District Court in Portland in December of 2021 as a civil rights case. It argued the board's banner policy introduced as an amendment to board policy GBG was so vague and it could impact teachers' abilities to work in the district. According to a press release from the Newburgh Education Association, the settlement requires the school board will not appeal the lower court's ruling that the policy be removed. The board rescinded the amendment entirely at the January 10th meeting. The settlement also compelled the board to reimburse the union for a significant portion of legal fees incurred from fighting this illegal amendment. The NEA release said that the ruling protects marginalized populations in our student and staff bodies. So they're including students and staff. We cannot continue to create safe spaces in our schools and offer support to students who identify as LGBTQIA and students of color without fear of retaliation. The settlement rendered in December means the court case will not go forward. The lawsuit named the school district as well as Brown, Shannon, Powell, and DeHart as defendants, and they were represented by Karen O'Casey of the Portland law firm Hart Wagner. Now, this is really key, you guys. I'm going to read this to you because as I'm going through this, writing this this report on on what happened with the lawsuit, I'm thinking... Well, we need safe spaces and and our kids are actually now a minority. So this is what the filing said. Plaintiffs seek a declaration that the district policy prohibiting plaintiff association members from hanging, posting, erecting, or otherwise displaying any posters, signs, flags, banners, pictures, or other digital or physical image that depicts supportive opposition relation to a policy, quasi-political or controversial topic, violates plaintiff's guarantees under Article 1, Section 20 of the Oregon Constitution against vague laws that confer unbridled discretion because such discretion creates the potential for unequal application of the law and thus arbitrary or unequal treatment of 
individuals. The lawsuit argued prohibiting teachers from displaying signs in their classrooms was a violation of their rights of free speech and free association guaranteed by the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. The lawsuit also alleged that teachers' 14th Amendment rights to due process and equal protection were violated by adopting a directive that is vague and overboard in its scope, leaving association members without guidance as to what speech is prohibited and potentially a violation of district policy leading to potential discipline by the district and or their licensing through the Teachers' Standards and Practices Commission. Well, that, you know, actually, that sounds valid, doesn't it? Because all teachers should be protected. Our teachers uh, are, are working in fear, and I'm talking about conservative teachers have been on guard constantly afraid to talk to parents rights and education afraid to to they they think they're going to be fired if they go against what the left is pushing in the schools but this actually this ruling protects them they don't even have to belong to the union for that to be the case so so i'm i've come to this conclusion that teach that we do need to teach acceptance and not exclusion as the left keeps screaming in our ears we agree so how should we respond to this lawsuit well i think we ought to claim it as a win we won guys we won let's claim it as a win it's time for all teachers students and school employees as we're named in the lawsuit to don their favorite t-shirts and caps and support your candidates and causes. Teachers, adorn your rooms with symbols representing family, parents' rights and education, and other groups. Promote patriotism. Now, what we want you to do is send us photos and images of signs that you suggest teachers put up in their room. In, in our news alert, of course, because it's visual, we are posting banners and signs, etc., um, exclaiming that we believe that we should have the same rights as, of course, and we, we do, we have the same rights as the teachers and students in the schools that were defended by this court ruling. I think is probably the best news we've ever had. And I'm so excited because <laughs> I'm tired of being on the defense. We have to get on the offense, guys. Let's stop. Stop this thinking that we are losing because we're not. We just won. Now, here's something else that's, that's exciting that I'd almost forgotten about, and that was a lawsuit that we won in 2018. Addison Barnes was a senior in high school at the time. He was attending a Hillsboro High School called Liberty High, um, and he filed a suit against the high school in defense of his free speech rights. He wore a border wall t-shirt to school and was asked to leave if he did not take it off or cover it up. 
Now, what's amazing here is that Addison uh, was attending a class that was a political science class. In other words, in the class, he was giving a presentation talking about the um, illegal immigrant issue and the problem with not having secure borders. His defense attorney stated this, if people are offended by his shirt, that's their right to be offended. And Mike McLean was his attorney at the time he was uh, serving in the legislature in Oregon. Way to go, Mike McLean. He went on to say that, but it is also his right to have his opinion as well. The constitutional line isn't who's offended. The constitutional line is there a specific and clear disturbance being created by the expression of the student's political speech. So again, I say to all of us, we need to claim these wins for free speech. And actually, the win against compelled speech. Because in addition to the free speech argument, there is another argument, and that's called compelled speech. Uh, Addison at the time was featured on Fox and Friends. Uh, he appeared on multiple TV interviews in the Portland market um, and also was uh, a guest on Fox and Friends. This is one of the very first news alerts that, that I published. It says this, that it appears to pre school administrators are concerned only with protecting the rights for illegals, not legal citizens who support the rule of law. We applaud Addison Barnes for paving the way to equality in Oregon schools. The formal complaint shows far more viewpoint discrimination than the t-shirt offense. The complaint describes a video project created by Barnes' classmate. Quote, defendants' hostility to Barnes' political beliefs has persisted. Last month, one of Barnes' classmates, Isaiah Espinoza, was making a documentary on the First Amendment and free speech in the school. In the course of his film, Espinoza interviewed Barnes, who wore his border wall shirt during the interview. Barnes put on the shirt for the purpose of the interview and took it off when Espinoza finished filming. Espinoza submitted the film to his teacher. After reviewing the film, Espinoza's teacher and the school administration directed him, get this, to blur or obscure the content of the border wall shirt before it could be uploaded to the school's online learning platform. Unquote. Okay, wait just a minute here. And why is the teacher not suspended for committing viewpoint discrimination? It goes far and wide in Oregon public schools. Parents' rights and education believes discrimination has been committed across multiple lines, including observance of the Day of Silence, Human Rights Week, and celebration of transgender students in grade schools in the Portland area. And what about the walkout demonstrations during school time protesting the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution? Hey, all of these events shun the opposing viewpoint. That's the issue. 
Now, it's no wonder Liberty High figured they could get away with their free speech violations, both in the dress code and classroom projects. Well, we certainly did at that time wish Addison Barnes success uh, in in his lawsuit. And and we need to look back at this in 2018 and, and claim it once again. Let's claim it, guys. These are wins. We won two lawsuits, essentially, in the state of Oregon. One was un, was unexpected. <laughs> the most recent one, we didn't realize that's actually a win for us. But this other one was clearly a win for our side. And uh, I think we're on a roll here. I love it. Stand up. We need to be on the offense not the defense. I'm not going to allow it anymore. No more cowering. No more defending. We need to claim it. This is Parents' Rights Now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Please consider making a monthly contribution to Parents' Rights in Education. We need your help. We have big plans in mind, and because of a very generous one-time contribution of $25,000, we are challenging our listeners and our readers, all of our supporters, to match that. Gives $12 a month. If there were only 500 of you, that would tally up to $6,000 a month, almost tripling the $25,000 check we just received in one year. Be part of that club. We call it the 12 by 12 club. A link to our website is in the show notes or go to parentsrightsined.org. See you soon.